I call this meeting to order at 6.04 p.m. And we'll start right with item 4A, Statement of Revenue and Expenses. Yes, sir. This uh, committee had asked if we would do a better job on um, our Statement of Revenue and Expenses and um, uh, I have to fall on my sword and say, yes, y'all have asked me to do that. No, I did not do that. I have reached out to Heather um, to say, hey, would you please do this? I, I failed to realize we had a, I didn't put two and two together to say that we have a, a, a finance meeting tonight. So um, I was unable to get with Heather, but as you look at your clinic activity, uh, December, 2022, is probably the last time that we have, in, in, and when I say we, the municipality has loaded up the revenue and expenses for the clinic. Uh, I believe we are through November, and I'm looking at Leah to see if that's correct. Um, I don't believe we've closed out the year yet, so we are still in that December loading up the actual revenue and expenses. You see that we have revenue in federal grants of $388,608.91. We have um, our charges for our services of 64448 Salaries and wages are, are in line. Uh, travel training um, uh, all the way down uh, through. There's nothing that really stands out as, as we look at this, but recognize those numbers in December may change as December closes out. We finish out the year, we perform the audit, um, and then we will jump into the cost report, which Jeremy will bring later on during this meeting. Um, <clears throat> if you, when you talk to Heather, um, if you go to the packet for the 213 finance meeting, the very last file in there is the FY22 October budget variance report. If we could get that exact report for whatever month has been finalized, um, that would um, probably be the the best way of going about it because then it would give us our budget to actuals on it so yeah, sure. but yeah that that particular report i think is the one that we would want to look at yes yeah, sure. You got that. Okay, moving on to item 4B, provider productivity. Yes, ma'am. Um, the things that I want to just highlight on this page and going forward, just to let this uh, committee know how this might uh, uh, play out going into the future is 
you, you see where Brittany Chambers in this report and maybe the next report, there's there seems to be uh, a, a big adjustment on her. As you recall, the rules changed in January 1st on being credentialed. It used to be that we would bring a provider in. We would notify the insurance company that we were credentialing a provider. That credentialing date when we notified the insurance carrier that we were bringing in a provider would be the date that we could bill back to. January 1, the um, rules changed in the insurance world that says you can cannot go back in time. Um, your provider will only be able to be, you only be reimbursed for the providers that are credentialed at the time of service. So uh, we had two providers at that time, which was Johanna and Brittany. Um, Brittany, we had brought on board earlier. And so she got caught in that transition and we um, elected appropriately uh, to allow Brittany to see as much as she could private pay sliding scale fee. Um, those insurance companies that were she was not credentialed with, Johanna did a great job, picked those up. She not only took care of her patients, she took care of all the walk-ins that were were that Brittany was not credentialed in. But there was probably ten thousand dollars worth of patients that walked through that we were burning through Johanna quicker than we were burning through $10,000 worth of work. And so we gave Johanna a little bit of break, allow Brittany to see those patients recognize that we'd never be compensated for. So uh, Brittany's uh, adjustments were pretty strong coming in. As you see, those will tail off. And the rest of our providers, we're on the front end of that, we have nine or eight providers that are credentialed with our carriers right now. I'm very proud of that. That should carry us through uh, most of 2023. We probably have, let's say, 30 days out of 364 that we will have two providers here. Most of the time, we will have three providers here, sometimes even four. So we're in a very good situation going through the rest of this year. And that's what I would highlight in these. Um, I see Jeremy's ahead on something. Okay. Any questions? Okay, moving on to 4C, prior year comparison. That's our fun little graph. If uh, again we had we had talked about is this a valuable tool for you, um, and uh, you know a, a lot of the data that we are pulling from, I want to make sure that this is accurate data, um, and I didn't have a chance to to review it beyond just a cursory review, but if it's an accurate data, if it's a report that you like, we can absolutely do that.
Anybody have any questions on that one? Okay, moving on to 4D AR aging analysis. Yes, ma'am. Um, I think that we are getting much, much better on this. Um, uh, you know, the, you've got the right person in, in the room right now with uh, Anita. Um, the notes out to the side are Melanie's notes. Um, I think Joel has, has accurately stated that, you know, that aging of 180 plus days after the likelihood that we're going to collect anything is uh, very low. But you can see the next, the tail of it, if you will. Uh, we've got $50,000 that are out there 180 plus days. The 150 to 180 is 1,400, then 38 or 33, 45, 75, 18, and 48. So I think those percentages are pretty good in the, in the aggregate. The notes you'll have to expand on your uh, screen to be able to read. Um, Melanie and Anita are pretty good about making sure that uh, we're following up on what we can follow up on. We probably have hit rock bottom, if you will, and coming up from there. Obviously, the most concerning one is kind of the self-pay, but when we get to our quarterly reports, we'll have the report on how much of that is in payment plans. Which is a good, I guess, balance to that. And, and a lot of it um, is really narrowed down to two families. Um, so, um, and, and Anita and uh, Sherry and Val are working with those families to do a, a good payment plan. And we're not going to deny care, um, but it, it's really in, in a very small um, group, if you will. Okay, if nobody has any questions on that one, let's move on to 4E 2024 budget review. 
Okay. Um, for Michelle and Joel, um, as you recall in our orientation earlier, I guess last week, um, the top line is revenue administration for $20,000. That's something called um, 340B. Um, our pharmacy has a rebate in it, and we anticipate it being about $20,000 this year. The next thing is a transfer from sales tax, and we talked about that. Um, I, I, I called it a line of credit. It is available to us in the budget that the Assembly passed of $947,025 uh, The revenue, $330 grant, $1.9 million. That is a HRSA 330 grant that comes in every April. So that gets kind of monkeyed around. It's not 1.35 at the beginning of the year. It comes in in April. Uh, donations of $2,000. The the DHSS grant is a state grant for the position of accounts and benefits specialist of $5,600 that was remaining. Um, and we anticipate clinic revenue being $1.2 million for total revenue of $4.1 million, and that's what your clinic runs on. So there's really three sources of revenue, the HRSA grant, the operations, and um, if, if you will, the line of credit, the budget in the um, Skagway municipal um, municipality. If we don't. It does, and we've had a number of grants that we have not consumed all the money for. One of them can be for operations. Other is for capital expense, um, and those we keep a very close tabs on to say, hey, as we consume something, as we buy something, that can go to this grant, not to the general drawdown. Now, for this uh, committee or for any board member at any point in time, each one of these expense items, as well as each one of these revenue items, there's a roll up to it. So advertising is 50-20, um, as you can see, for $8,000. If you want to say, hey, Thomas, tell me, tell me what is that about? We can expand that out, and I'll show you month by month by month what is in advertising, what's being pulled out of it. The budget, how we got to that, auditors the same, uh, computer support is sort of a monthly fee. Legal, um, that is through the municipality, is allocated to us. Insurance is a set amount based upon square footage, uh, administrative fee, bank fees, shipping and postage. We can explode out each one of these line items to show you how we came up to that one number in there. Um, and happy to sit with you on that and go through each one of them um, at, at your leisure.
Anybody have any questions on that one? Comments? Okay, moving on to new business, Medicare cost report. Will we need to uh, approve this at the board meeting on Thursday? Sure. Will we need to approve this at yes. the board meeting on Thursday? Okay. Um, you want me to jump in? Okay. So for those who aren't familiar, um, Medicare uh, requires that we um, do a data search um, and give them information on our fees, et cetera. Um, which they use to um, create our reimbursable amount. Um, and so last year uh, we went with Whipfly. We had been with Moss Adams for a number of years. I think with auditors um, and other such services like this is probably good to change um, every few years, at least um, from what I've heard from SD, uh, the process was fairly easy to work. They were fairly easy to work with last year. Um, they thought the product was decent. So um, electing to go with them again this year for our cost report. So this letter is just basically to retain their services to do the cost report this year. Okay. And if nobody has any questions. Um, off the top of your head, do you know when it, it's due? Cost reports are due. Um Four months from the end of the fiscal year, January, February, March, April, by the end of April, April 30th, I think is when the cost reports are due, which until we can close out the fiscal year, we're I guess I would just need a no objection to pass it on to the board for approval. I was just getting there. Um, I say we move this to the board for approval at our next meeting. Any objections? Hearing none. Okay, goes to board for approval. Do we have a PL statement? No. Well, is that what my, the comment I made earlier about the budget variance? Okay.
Okay, does anybody have any questions, comments, anything to add? I, I have a couple. Um, I was uh, looking through the uh, municipal webpage to see what the most recent um, financial audit was. And the last one I saw was 2020, I believe. Do we know if there's a 2021 audit? If you could just find out. They may just not have gotten on the mm -hmm. website yet. It's easier for you to ask for that than my, me too. Okay. Um, and then uh, as a part of the this class I'm taking with the NACHC, they our last meeting had some information on um, some finance committee training or finance training for board members. Um, I believe I passed some of those on to you. Um, but I'm going to be um, making up a um, like a document with links to the videos for it. Um, and I'll add it to the board training folder on our thing. And I'll email the finance committee when that, um, when I get that done. Um, we're going to have a kind of a start of our discussion about the occupational site visit, which is coming up. Um, at our next meeting, it's it's one of the agenda items, um, and there's uh, some things that we as board member, members are going to need to do our homework on so we can be prepared for that. Um, I'll be asking all of the board to review a couple of chapters, just a few chapters from the uh, site visit protocol, um, but there's, as a finance committee, there's a few extra things for us. So. Um, I'll also, there's some information on the sliding feed discount program, um, which are just kind of short videos. Um, they're like 10 minutes long, but it's a good primer on kind of the stuff we're talking about. And when, if HERS has any questions for us, it's best if we're prepared. All right, sounds good. Um, I talked to Kathy today and April 17th is open for the next finance meeting at 6 p.m. if that works for everybody. When is the vote on this finance? It's a Monday. I figured we might as well just stay with Monday. It seems to so far work for everybody. Okay, I'll let her know then that April 17th at 6 p.m. is our next finance meeting. And if nobody has anything else to add, I will adjourn this meeting at 6.27 p.m.